Today, we're going to be discussing how a kingdom-minded entrepreneur can get invested into a missions project and how he can get his whole team involved with it. The first thing we want to cover is finding the project. And once you get to the top, yes. you want to bring other people with you. Yes. And, and it was so yes. frustrating figuring out, how can I do that? You, you can't just tell somebody, hey, come along with me because they've got to have a reason to do it. The second thing is how do you fund the project? The third thing is bring the team around the project to visit it. What I found is we come with this 2030 and we share it with all of our employees. This is what we do. You can come alongside of us. There's, you know, three types of people. You can have nothing to do with it. And um, that is what it is. Two is you can play part of it financially or you can just share the word, whatever, yes. whatever it is. And the fourth thing is evaluate the fruit of the work that you've been doing now. Let's get started. Welcome back to another episode of Kingdom Heirs, where faith meets business, inspiring the kingdom-minded entrepreneur. Today, I've got the great privilege of interviewing Stuart and Lisa Lynn. With the Lynn Group, they are a windstorm and structural civil engineer specializing in private and public residential and commercial infrastructure development projects in the Texas Gulf Coast. Welcome, guys. Thanks for being here today. Thank you for having us. Thank you so much, Jane. It's an honor and a privilege to be here and spend some time with you. I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. It's been, uh, we've known each other now for, I think we've been doing, I, I suppose my firm, my company has been doing business with you for over 10 years. Yeah, probably about 13 or so. Nearly 13 years. 10 or 11. Yeah, that's yeah. right. So, yeah. which is funny because we moved here in 2011 to Corpus Christi. Yeah. And one of the first things that we needed to find as a contractor was a good windstorm engineer. And that was what, uh, that's how we found you guys. And you were operating out of Rockport at the time. Yeah. You're, you're primarily based in what? What town? Bay City is our home office. Okay, Bay, Bay City. City's home office. Uh, at this point, you're in how many cities? We're in Bay City, Rockport, Corpus, Edna, and then we have an office in Grapevine. Okay, so that's five. Yeah. Five areas, five areas of uh, saturation, yeah. which is well done. Um, the reason why I've got uh, you know, Stuart and Lisa here is I was inspired to by their story when I met you, I think for the first time we met in 2018, uh, or 2019 timeframe, and uh, you shared with me your your big heart for missions, and not only your heart for missions personally, but corporately, and how you utilize your company's um, platform to uh, earn money, provide a great service, get monet you know, monetized for that, and and with those profits, you use that money to fund and advance the good news, right? Right, and so. As soon as I, I heard that, and then you visited and you came to my showroom, you came to my office, you're like, man, I like what this guy's doing. I was like, oh, this is cool. I yeah. went home. I told Megan how excited I was. I said, I met Stuart Lynn, and you wouldn't believe it. This guy's got a heart for missions. He loves God, and he's an excellent businessman. And so to me, that was very um, – it was very encouraging because sometimes it feels like there's not many people that have that that type of vision – and right. uh, and you do so. So I'm grateful for that for both of you for being here. Uh, you guys have been married for 24 years. Yep. You have eight children and you have nine grandchildren. Yes, which is awesome. So I love that. Mm -hmm. um, so today, what we want to talk about is how a kingdom-minded entrepreneur can get his company invested into a mission project, and that would include his members of the team. And so my hope today is that our takeaway will be is that companies, after they hear you tell your stories of how you started and how you got 
into this BHAG, which we'll explain here in a minute and what that is, but to how to find a project that your company can, can invest in, how to fund that project, what that looks like, visiting the project for team building, actually taking your team there, maybe overseas or to another area of the country or the state. And what does that look like over the years? What's the fruit from that experience? So awesome. are you ready to get into it? I am ready. All right, great. So tell me a little bit about how uh, how you started, your background. Um, you guys got married and, and, and were you already in were you already an engineer when you guys got got married, or what was your what's your background story? Yeah, so I started um, grew up in a small town called Blessing, um, a couple hours here from the Corpus area. Okay, and um, grew up there. My dad was a minister and uh, was a Baptist preacher, so we traveled, you know, every two to three years. It seemed like we were moving moving around. But graduated from high school there in um, the Blessing area, went to um, went to college, did what most um, kids want to do with their parents, make them proud. Do it. They dad wanted to be an engineer. Um, and then he ended up getting the ministry. So I wanted to be an engineer to kind of make dad proud. And um, yeah, you know, get a, get a degree, get a good job, have a wife and family, live happily ever after. That was kind of the, that's the American dream, right? <laughs> so uh, It is American so, dream. So yeah. we, we did, we did all that. I got my engineering degree, got married, had a wonderful, have wonderful kids and was doing everything except for the happily ever after. Uh. was broke as a joke, could not pay my bills. My parents were having to Help um help with during Christmas time buying presents for the kids had to keep the lights on from time to time and yes. it was a rough rough time so I'm going back and forth to um work and I'm coming home one day and I'm having this conversation with God and tell him as a kid I wanted to do the inverse of a tie one year I wanted to make a million bucks give away ninety percent and live off ten percent which is a hundred grand and at that time I hung around a bunch of preachers kids and preach pastors and nobody I knew made a hundred grand wait a minute wait a minute <laughs> wait a minute so you're saying you had so you're saying that were you working at the time? Were you already did you find a job? Were you gangly employed yet with yes. as an engineer? Yes, as an engineer. Okay, yes. you were, but but still, just weren't making weren't ends making meet. Ends meet. Right? That's right. So I thought when you come out of college and you have an engineering degree, you just make hundred grand. No, nope. uh, no. Oh, it doesn't work that way. Okay, so but you you made a point. You said you said you wanted to do big things with God, right? That was in your heart, planted as a as a child, yep. right, as a young man. Yep. Um, and now you're like, okay, I'm married. I've got the beautiful wife. I've got the great kids. I've got the job, but we're still not, we're not making it. Right. Right. So how did that conversation go again? Because you, you said a little fast. Yeah. I want to I make sure everybody hears. How did, how did you reason that with God? What did you say to God? I'm coming home. I can still vividly remember that I'm coming home um, and I'm getting driving around and driving to the house and can't pay my bills. And I'm telling God, you did not uphold your end of the agreement. I wanted to make a million dollars. You're going to um, help me make that. I'm going to give away 90% of it and live off a hundred grand and I'll be as happy as I'll get out. Cause I wasn't nowhere near a hundred thousand dollars. Yes. So having this conversation back and forth and he's like, so in other words, you're supposed to, I'm supposed to help you make a million dollars. I was like, yeah, yeah, God, you're the one that put that in me. I was a kid. How would I know to want to make a million bucks as an eight, nine year old kid? Yeah. And as clear as can be. And every time I tell the story, I, I get um, chills, but as clear as audible as it could be, it's like, how am I going to help you make a million bucks and you give me 90% when right now you won't even give me 10% and you're broke? Wow. And okay, so you're, so you're that, identifying, yeah. you're identifying, and, and what you heard him say back was, you're broke. You, whatever cash you do have right. of that of that cash, that 10%, mm -hmm. we're talking about the 10% is the tithe, right? right? You're not even sowing that in at this time. Right. That's right. Right? Which is a faith thing. I mean, That's it's a right. full faith transaction. Yep. Right. We're believing that we says if we give in this 10 percent that that's ours, technically it's ours. Right. In our mind, it's our money. Right. Um, we know it's not our money, but in our mind, it's 
our fleshly yeah. mind. It's our money. And then from there, you begin a faith process. Lisa, were you on board with that? Like, why are you giving this money away? What are you doing? We need the money. Like, where does that transaction happen? <laughs> yes, well, I mean, when he told me that he had had that conversation with God, and then he said, so every week we're going to make a check for $62.50. Come on. It's like, okay, if that's what we have to do. So, yes, I was on board. So trusting. Yes. Trusting. That's big. Because that's it's hard to dream big with God if it's just one of you. That's right. You both, That's you true. both, you both have got to dream together, right? Yes. Yeah. And looking back, it was such a platform because, again, faithful with the little things, you'll be made ruler of much. And so, yes, it was. It made perfect sense once I had that, you know, realization. It was like, how is he going to bless me with much more when I won't even give ten percent of six hundred twenty-five dollars? I mean, wow. I wouldn't even do that. But yeah, how in the world? And then to, to build it just made such a big foundation. And then having a wife supporting that because I think there's so many in the kingdom and as you grow your business everyone sees the you know the CEO and the one that's getting all the accolades and all that stuff and then behind yeah. the scenes truly having a wife that supports you and is literally on board and just her number one um, mission is to help me um, um, succeed succeed it's true because yeah. you're in it together yes I mean when you sign a personal guarantee Lisa's right there. She's signing the guarantee with you. Exactly. I don't know how she many. All about I don't know how many times Megan sat at the table. What am I signing? She's like, "What exactly am I signing?" I said, "Well, you know, I said, you remember we talked about this." She goes, "I see both of our names." You said, "You better not screw this up." I said, "Baby, I won't screw it up, baby. I won't." And and that, but that, she's joking, but she's mm-hmm. serious at the same time. Look, we're we're in this together, yeah. and don't you forget it. We're in this together. So yeah. if we lose, we lose together. If we win, we win together. Yeah. And that's a great it's a great principle for for married entrepreneurs to know yes. that we're in this together. True. Right. And to serve God together is, well, you both got to be dreaming with God. You got to be hearing from God. Right. Mm-hmm. So. So from there, you had a fresh resolve. How long from that moment? How many years from that moment of being faithful, the sixty two fifty? Right now I got sixty two fifty in my brain. It's a great yeah. number. Sixty two fifty of being faithful. How many years before you started to see God expand you exponentially? This is kind of the old the old adage when the people's ready, the teacher arrives. So I made that um, commitment, did that for um, several months. Still, I was still broke as a joke. I still yes. couldn't really pay the sixty two fifty. I did it, and I'm looking uh, looking online for um, ways to make extra money, ways to um, be in business. I had this dream. I always wanted to be an entrepreneur. I always wanted to, and I knew that was the best way to make a difference. So yes. I go online. I find a, um, another one of these things where my wife was 100% supportive and literally had no idea what I was telling her. But I found this seminar that was in Atlanta, Georgia, on January 26, 27, something like that. Um, and it was a personal development seminar, but it, I could tell, I just knew it had a spiritual component to it. And I knew, I knew that I knew that there was something out there. And um, if God wants to bless me, I've got to do my part to be blessed. And so it was around um, January. So again, broke, having eight kids. One good thing about after the first of the year is tax season coming that's up. Right. So you <laughs> that's right. That was the one time we had Child a Child tax credits. We, that's right. We <laughs> have five kids, so we know all about that. <laughs> and, we had, and we had plenty of tax credit coming up. So I told her, I said, baby, I, there's a seminar that I want to go to. I didn't know anybody that been. I mean, I literally, it was crazy thinking about it. I mean, I had no I had no idea what it was or anything. This wasn't on the internet, was it? Yeah, it was, it was, it was on the internet. I mean, that's how I Googled it and found it. Okay, and then, so it was um, Googled. Okay. Yeah. And then so I told, I mean, that night I went home, I said, babe. I, I want to go to the seminar. And she said, Baby, everything you do is for me and the kids. I believe in you. Go do it. What year was this? That was in 2007. January wow, 2007. 2007. Oh, yep. my goodness. Okay. So then that was a few months after I had this revelation with God, went to that seminar. And even then, I still I learned a lot of skills. I learned tons of personal development type stuff, you know, forgiveness, different, different things that truly help 
your business. Um, was it a Christian seminar? Christian business seminar? It was, yes. Okay. Yeah. It right. was it was a business seminar done by Christians. Okay, that's yes. good. Yeah, so, I like yeah. it. Okay, and um, just uh, just learned so many things, and then again, but being faithful to little things. I didn't come out of that seminar, and all of a sudden became a millionaire. No, right. I was still another eleven months later. <laughs> that's a great seminar. There's a lot of those seminars out there that promise that. That's I exactly right. That's mm-hmm. exactly right. I don't I don't trust those seminars. And I was still again my main bread and butter now is windstorm, but I didn't. You don't go to school to be a windstorm engineer. No, I was a right. civil engineer just doing um, civil work, and. Um, our house had burned about a year before all that happened. We're trying to rebuild it. I learned some of these skills, how to honor people, how to have a conversation with people and yes, not make yes. it all about me. Yes. So anyway, I'm having this conversation with the state of Texas telling them I'm rebuilding this house. I have literally no money. Um, what can I do to get this windstorm certified? And the lady's like, man, I feel, I've been talking to you for five minutes. I feel like I've known you forever. You're an engineer. Just fill out this form. It'll put you, um, it'll make you a windstorm engineer. You can do your own house and save you some money. Wow. Like, that sounds great. So I did <laughs> That's that. That's awesome. I did that. And not knowing that put me on the state of Texas windstorm website to do windstorm engineering. So I started getting phone calls. God is and, so good. Yep. So I go to my boss at the time, which now I own his company, but my boss at the time, John D. Merchant Associates, John said, John, we can make some extra money. We'll split the profits. We'll do whatever. Yes, Wanted yes. to honor him in that. Yes. And say, man, Stuart, I'm getting older. I don't want any, I don't want any part of that. So a few months after that, I literally started the Windstorm Engineering business on my own. So yeah. I would have never been able to connect the dots from the conversation I had with God to go into the seminar. But again, faithful to little things. And yes. You don't you don't realize the journey until after you're already back looking at it. When you're in the moment, you just, you just, you're just being faithful. You have no idea. You have no idea. That's right. It's much, much easier after the fact. And yeah. So many people are looking for, you know, what does success look like? I want ABC. You can't see the ABC until yes. you're already at XYZ. <laughs> yes, looking back. that's right. Hindsight so, 2020. Wow. So, that's so powerful. So that's what put me in business. That's what put me in Rockport. That's what led us to meet each other. And that's what got us to this point right here. Come on. I love <laughs> yeah, this. It all works out. Faithful the little bit. You, yeah. you, you, you know, some people say, I mean, I've even looked at seminars and things like, wow, look, I, I, mean, I got five kids at home. I can't just leave Megan and, yeah. and go be gone for three days and go to a seminar. Now I've done it, mm-hmm. but it was like, for me, I felt a little guilty, but she was like, no, go, go get it. Mm-hmm. Go, go after it. This is what you're working yes. towards. Right. Yeah. And from that, I made a ton of connections yeah. to your point. I'm like, you meet people, you see other people doing it. You're like, well, if that guy can do it, right. God, you're blessing him. I know you love me too. Why yeah. can't you bless me too, right? Sure. And, but to your point again, it's just being that faithful diligence, right? Yeah. I've been to that seminar over a hundred times and she blessed me every single time. That's how I met some of my best friends, one of my business partners in our big development project. I, I met him there. So I love that's that. just that's how it all works out. This is it. Now that's God yeah. connecting God's people right. together. He's, right. a, he's a connecting God. He loves to connect people. Um, so from 2007, you get started. 2008, you start, you launch. That's what I did. Base, I was, had the Bay City office in 2008. Okay. Being faithful. That, that was still, I still did that two years. First year only grossed 90,000. Mm-hmm. I still having a couple of small employees. Yes. The next year is 270,000. And then that was 2010, two years later. Yes. When I bought the um, the Rockport office. That's right. And that's what 3X did. And then from there, it, we broke a million. We've been going strong ever since. So you broke a million what year first? Ten? Three and a half years. So it was 90. Yeah, 2010 is when our first year with it was a, a half year because I bought it in the middle of the year. We did 770000 Yeah. And then the next year we broke a million. and just You never look back. I, um, I remember I broke a million in 2017. Mm-hmm. And that was like, I can't believe I just did that. It was <laughs> right. so cool. And it's funny. I did it the whole year. Obviously, you don't do it in one, one day. Right. You did it the whole year. And that year was wild. Yeah. And it was it was awesome. It was wonderful. And it was like, but I can't believe we just, I, that was like the the unreachable. Right. Only the really successful people right. hit hit a million bucks, right? Right. right? And to do that, and to your point, 
you haven't looked back. I haven't looked back. Right. Every year we just continue to do it or double it and we mm-hmm. just keep growing. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my goodness, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. But it's being faithful. The, the it's sowing trend. back in, sowing back in, sowing back in. Yeah. You you um, you made a point about when you give, when you, you, you had said it like this, when you give, when you don't have it, then you will give when you do have it. That's right. Right? And so that again, just kind of breaking that down, if you're not willing to sow into the kingdom of God, and you say, what do you mean sow into the kingdom of God? If you're not willing to tithe, if you're not willing to, to give an offering, you're not willing to take a portion of the funds that you've worked towards earning right. and giving it back over in faith to care for um, the least of these, right? Care for the community, uh, the, the community of believers. Well, then you're not investing with God. That's right. Then you, then, then you won't see a return, the law of reciprocity. You reap what you sow. So if you're not sowing in, you won't receive back, right? That's right. And business owners have a, um, we sit in a very, especially kingdom-minded business owners, we sit in a great position where the, the wealth of the wicked is transferred over to the righteous through transactions, business transactions. And I don't mean that in any negative form, but that's what the Bible says. The Bible says that. And so by faith, I'm going to provide really, really great services to all people. I'm going to treat people fairly and treat them with respect and honor them. And I'm going to receive those funds Mm -hmm. that we agreed upon through contract. And I'm going to receive the funds and you're going to receive the service. And we're going to feel like we accomplished a great, a great thing there. And with those funds, I'm going to care for my family. I'm going to sow into my local church. And then I'm from beyond there. Sky's the limit with what God wants to do. That's right. That's right. How do we find a project? So if, if there's people listening right now, and um, you know you had you had shared in 2018, uh, I want to share something here. Maybe you can you can expound upon it. The B Hag, yep. the big hairy audacious goal, which came from Vern Harnish uh, in his book of Scaling Up. Um, you came up with a a mission for your corporation, for your company. And by now you have five locations, right? Mm-hmm. And so um, you it wasn't just for you and your family. It wasn't for, just for you and Lisa and your kids and your grandkids to take part in the blessing. You invited your, your company in. I say invited because I'm sure it wasn't mandatory, but it was an invitation right. to, to invest with God. Right. I mean, that's so powerful, right? right. Can you share that with me? Sure. Of, of what that is and, and what, what was... Why do it, and what's and 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 that I know it led into a ton of more more opportunities. Right. So share the BHAG with me. So what I did after being in business for four or five years and having some success, um, you know, when you're broke is a joke and you have no money. Once you can make about hundred thousand dollars, everything else is just somewhat empty. Yes. And I was experiencing all these results and transformation in my personal life, my spiritual life with Lisa and the kids, and I wanted everyone to experience that. It's just kind of entrepreneurial we don't you want to share once you get to the top yes. you want to bring other people with you yes and, and it was so yes. frustrating figuring out how can i do that you, you can't just tell somebody hey come along with me because they've got to have a reason to do it yes that's and right. unfortunately in the business world it's easy once you start having some level of success everyone else either has to say well i've got to do something to get there or he just got there because he was lucky because you got to have this that's right so in their mind you have to, it was my job not to just say oh well then y'all need to figure this out my mind is have them how can i help them come alongside of me so that's where that be hack is and there's freedom on, and there's freedom in that that's right that's right and you guys I, experience yeah. freedom you say well they have financial freedom but it's more than just financial freedom they're free right that's right there's no chains are on them yeah. right yep and i knew if i could get other people um involved in this they would um 
it would change their heart, change their mind, change their perspective, and it truly yes. would be transformational. So I can't just say, hey, help me make a million dollars. That's no. empty. That's dumb. That's right. And so this BHAG was, um, we call it Vision 2030. So it was in 2018. So we had 12 years to get there. And we're, it's kind of a little bit of a play on numbers, but you were rescuing 500 sex slaves, building 500 homes, um, feeding 1,000 orphans, and then building 30,000 wells. All those numbers add up to 2030. So it's yeah. all that's 2030, more than just a number. And yes. that's kind of our slogan. Yes, more than just and, a number. I and then that. to get people involved. So my big thing was, how do I find good talent? Talent, you just don't hire someone that has great talent. Talent is... Um, it's not just born, you're not born with it. And so how do you yeah, find you good could, talent? You develop it. Yeah, yeah you do, that's exactly right. So when you're in a, if you're not careful in business, as you start having success and whether you're having success or not, some things can be very transactional. You know, they're providing a service, I'm paying them, they're, you know, that kind of stuff. So I really wanted to come up with a way to find where people's true, where their true heart was. You know, just because they're doing a good job for me, it may just be because all they can do right now is pay their bills and they're just, that's just the best job for them. Right. But I can't pull the best out of them um, until I truly know their heart and you do yeah. that based on the fruit. That's good. And so fast forward, I said, if I can come up with a way for people to give, it's not a matter of just giving money, whether it's giving services or just sharing what we're doing on Facebook or telling your friends about it. It's, it's not about a quantity or anything. It's about their heart. Yes. And what I found is we come with this 2030 and we share it with all of our employees. This is what we do. You can come alongside of us. There's, you know, three types of people. You can have nothing to do with it. And um, that is what it is. Two is you can play part of it financially or you can just share the word, whatever, yes. whatever it is. And by doing that, it's not just now it's not a transaction, it's transformational. That's good. And they um again they all some of them do it in all different forms, but it, it truly makes a difference. And you did this at a team meeting. You did this at like a mm -hmm. uh, a retreat, company yep. retreat. Yeah, we had yeah, we started off we did we did a big company retreat that kinda helped us find our company um why, which was that Vision Twenty Thirty mm -hmm. essentially came from. And then we do some we do a state of the company every um every three months. We do kind of everyone gets together and we do it um Talk about the company, where it was, where it's been, where it's going, and Tell updates the story. and stuff. And this is the story. And we have it in our newsletter. Of. We have, so we just get the word out there. It's just like anything else; you have to repeat it over yes. and over again to let people know. Repetition, repetition, yep. repetition, yep. and they see what they're part of. That's right. It's more than just this is my job. That's the biggest thing. We we do surveys all the time with our people. That's the biggest thing. Is they say we want to know more. We want to know exactly where this money. We want to know how they're making an impact, and it keeps it because I'm involved in it a whole lot more. So I know it, but I yeah. have to always have to make sure I keep that front and center. And it's so important. Know. You know, like any anything. I think anytime somebody um, sews into a project or sews in, they they write a check. They you know it's very impersonal to write a check. I mean you right. can, because it's just a uh, hundred bucks bang. Yeah. But, but to show them what that $100 did, especially if you, you take it you know here locally, and what did that $100 produce? Yeah. If you take it to Belize, what yeah. does it produce? With Africa, yeah. what does it produce? Yeah. It could produce a thousand times over. Yeah. It just really could, especially yeah. when God adds himself to something, yes, right? right? The, 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 the olive oil that just kept on pouring, the flour yeah. that never ran out, mm -hmm. right? I mean, with Elisha and, and, and the, yeah. the, the, the lady there. So I mean, I'm saying like there's this mindset of when you sow in, God will multiply it. And so how did you guys determine where to start giving as a company? Where did you, how did you guys figure that out? And, and, and what kind of advice would you give on that? Just people listening right now. Yeah, I think there's two things that come to mind and there's a little bit of balance to each one of them. So I explain them separately. I think um, one is I'm very, this is just my personal opinion. I'm very big into, if you're going to sow, make sure it's in fertile ground. That's now that good. doesn't mean, that yes, doesn't mean you need to micromanage everything, but I'm not interested, at least my heart, is not interested in giving a bunch of money if I'm paying for an expensive 
um, CEO or a big jet or any of those things. And that doesn't mean that some of those companies don't do good things. That's just my personal. Yeah, so that's yeah. for me. Personally. I want, hey, it's our money. We have. That's right. We're responsible for it. I said yeah. our money. We're, we're stewards of the money. We're that's responsible right. for it. That's right. And, if, and, it's, and it's, it's, I think it says in the Bible, it bless you, you know, 10, 100, or 1,000 fold. It makes more sense. I want that. If I'm going to do it, let's get the 1,000 fold, not the 10 yes, fold. Right? that's awesome. And that's, so, um, so I think so, that's important. So I found um, a couple of nonprofits that 100% of the money that goes to them goes to the cause. They have a separate corporate sponsor that pays the overhead. Okay, that's good. And so that was, um, I have two of those that um, um, we give to. King's Ransom Foundation is the one that we give most of it to. 100% of that, every dollar you give, a dollar goes straight to the need. Wow. And that's um, so those, that's the one that I partnered with early on, still partnering with them, and most of the stuff goes to them. Can I ask you a question? Sure. Uh, you've heard the term dream with God. Mm-hmm. You start dreaming with God. Yep. It's like what your heart kind of leaps about you hear something, you hear a story, and your heart just starts leaping. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, I want to be part of that. Oh, can I be part of that? Yeah. And I have many things like that. I just, I just want to be part of what God's doing. I just want to be part of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't even know what I would do. I just want to be there. Right. It's just so cool. Like, wow, you know, yeah. um, like crusades, just being there for a crusade. Wow, 50,000 people in front of you. Right. Wow. I mean, it's just, to me, it's just inspiring. Like, right. man, um, how do people dream with God? When it's time to find something like where they where they they want to start sewing, right? Like what's it yep. what's a good? I mean, you had, you had mentioned the name of where you sew, yep. but again, there's so many different ways yep. you can find. Like there's so many hands out. Honestly, yep. there's some people saying, "Here, I'll take your money. I'll take mm. your money." So, is it important to first kind of settle in your heart and with God, like what He wants you to do? Yep. Specifically versus just, hey, the Ronald McDonald's house, which is a yep. great, great, great ministry. Mm-hmm. Right. There's so many of them yep. that yes. are so great. But is there a specific? Yeah, I think you don't want to let um, perfection or having everything figured out be the enemy of just getting something done. So what I did is I bought into someone else's dream until I found mine. So what I That's did, great. I prayed to God. I said, I can't figure all this stuff out of on my own. Of course not. Just got to start I'm gonna, somewhere. I'm going to start somewhere. And so I sold in someone else's um, dream, so to speak, mm-hmm. until I got around. So and then I was going to those to some seminars, and they talked about a project they were doing in Belize. Mm-hmm. And I went alongside them. And um that's what kind of got it going. Once you got the bug, so to speak, you can't get rid of it. You and don't so get then, rid of it. And, then so there, and the more you give, the more people want. That's just human nature. Yes, it is. That's just, but again, it's back to that discernment. And I have this 10% and it's praying to God, I've got this money. Either there's only two things that can happen. I can only give to a certain amount because the 10% it is. Or, which is what I like, is bless me more so I have more to give to some of these Amen. other people that are asking. And so. Again, there's a um, there's a practical side and I think a spiritual component to it. But I'm I'm, I'm big into just you can you know, I tell my employees buy into my dream until you figure yours out. But you got to start somewhere. Yes, um, that's great. That's, I think that's really good practical. Mm-hmm. It shows someone where they can start. Right. Get along someone that you respect and you see what they're doing. Yeah. Judge the fruit. Judge the fruit. You see that it's fruitful. Yeah. You're like you know what I want to sow into that. Uh, if you can be take part in it, like you said, you went to B- Belize. Yeah. You saw it firsthand. You you felt yeah. the dirt, yeah. right? You're like, you know what? I like the way this feels. And I think that's important. Mm-hmm. And, and as you serve other people with your resources and your time, you then too may likely receive a gifting or a calling or a dream. Right. Right. So, so finding a project. Next one, funding the project. So we talked about how do you fund a project practically? Yep. Is it just literally writing a check or, and that's it? I mean, I mean, what is it? So I have a couple um, ways to do that. What I like to do is I'm giving, um, my company's giving 10%. Um, to various day we do stuff you know right there in our hometown right there in our state and then you know united states and abroad so we, i have a 10 percent pool what i like to do is i try to multiply that so what i do is i'll whether it's my employees that want to give or the community or anyone and i just tell them look if you give a dollar 
I'll match that daughter. That's so cool. now a, it motivates them because they know now that daughter is not turning into 60 or 70 cents because of overhead. 100% of that daughter is going to the yes, need that's and cool. I'm matching it. So now they're going to say I'm essentially doubling my money kind of thing. And, and it builds, you know, it builds camaraderie, it builds synergy and those things. So I think I that's, that. um, I think that's big in that. Um, so we, we do matching funds. So I try not to, and that's, I do that with even some local, you'll be surprised. You know, everybody wants money and um, they say, you know, we're doing this great project and we want a thousand dollars. I said, that's great. Why don't you go find a thousand dollars? I'll match it up to a thousand. Now you don't need a thousand. You have 2000. And if, them and if they do fish. that, that's nice exactly job. right. That's yeah. right. It's the same thing with our sustain. Everything that we do um, in third world countries, it's never just giving them something. It's all sustainable. The thing we're doing in Honduras, we're building a fishing village. Yes, we're bu yes. building houses. We're, give, we're, we're giving them boats and showing them how they can take that fish instead of fishing for one day and selling it. They have a big fish. They have a big um, turnout that day. They don't have. They don't know what to do with it. They they just literally they just yeah. rot. Yes. Now they have the freezer. Now they can keep it. And now when the prices are higher, they can sell it. The price are lower. Keep it in the freezer. That's it. Teaching them business principles. Well so, done. There's it. such. Um, that's one of the greatest joys that I have found when I travel to Africa. I do a lot of tra uh, Africa travel in mm -hmm. South Africa, Mozambique. Is that just the pure knowledge that we have from business? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Like just the principles. Oh, they're so like they eat them up. They're like, oh, really, 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 really. Yeah, because a lot of them haven't been taught that. They just weren't taught right. the critical thinking mm. or problem solving or troubleshooting, getting ahead of something, right? Yeah. And that's just kind of how we are, were raised that way. It's ingrained in us. They if you engage, if you engage live, with They it. have to live minute to minute because they literally don't know where the next meal is coming from. Yes. I mean, they're buying, we're there in Honduras just a, a month or so ago, and they're buying these little chips from the stand. I'm thinking, man, that's so much more expensive, you know? But literally, they didn't know if they're going to have the money to be able to buy it. And they literally, they can't. That's right. They can't go to the curbside and buy a whole week's worth of groceries. They just they don't, don't do have it. the money. They it's literally daily. don't have the money. It's, and so it's, it's literally day, hand it's daily mouth. Bread. That's right. It's the prayer that Jesus taught taught us. It's just, you know, our daily bread. Yep. And so I think that's the important thing is that we're reminded of, even us, right? Even right. That, and we, we, we give thanks before we eat and we say, thank you for this food. Thank you for our daily bread, right? We're, we're giving thanks in that moment. And to your point, we know we have more food in the fridge. Thank, right. thank, thank God for that. Um, but there's times where we didn't always have food in right. the fridge, right? Yeah. And so, so to remember that and to mm -hmm. then instill that in, in everybody that we minister with, with the resources, right. like, look, you say, oh, you think, oh, I'm just this American and I'm just so wealthy or I'm the CEO, I'm just so wealthy. Oh, no, 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 no. We, we remember exactly, <laughs> we remember everything <laughs> up to the point we're at. And we also know that, you know, what it means not to have, and so we have friends that are in third right. world nations that, that literally don't have water. Right. They don't have electricity, they don't have vehicles, mm -hmm. they've got nothing. nothing. And I have everything. Right. And so, you know, I, I am a little, you know, I don't just want to run the water when I'm brushing my teeth. Right. I, I shut it off. Well, why? 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 I got plenty of water. Why? Because I remember my friends that don't have water. It's that tempering. It tempers us. Right. Is yep. that? Is it right. just, you're, yep. So you're more mindful of, yes, you yep. want to stretch every dollar because you know what it means to earn it. Right. And how hard it is to earn it yep. and consistently earn it. So I think that's a great principle for uh, fertile ground to find a, to fund to find a project, find fertile ground that you want to sow and invest in. How to fund a project? Uh, I think the ten percent rule. You need a thousand. Great. You raise a thousand. I'll match it. I think mm -hmm. that's a great idea because it engages those who are yep. asking. Right. Well, now they're they're engaged, showing that they can put the work in as well, that's not right. just sole reliance on a wealthy person or mm -hmm. you know family. Um, visiting the project. For team building, what's that look like? So I know you've taken your teams, done yep. team building projects yep. overseas. Like, what's that like? Yeah, so there's two components to that. There's team building, what I call the, the home team and the weight team. The whole team is your family. Yes. And then your weight team is our work family. And so um, 
Lisa, why don't you kind of share it? When we've taken our kids to multiple different places, how does that, how's that impacted um, our relationship, our kids' relationship? And then I'll talk a little bit about the yeah. um, away team. What is that? Team. What is that like when, when you've taken, you've taken all, have you taken all the kids overseas? Like all collectively, you take, you do it in part. In part, we haven't done it all at one time. There's, okay, yeah, because it's, yeah, it's crazy. I mean, we have some of the grandkids, uh, yeah. even, but yeah. Which is awesome. That is. What was the first trip you guys took so, as a family to do a mission project? Our first trip that we took as a family to do mission was in Belize. Okay. So as Stuart mentioned before, I was, the first time he went to Belize, I stayed back because our first grandson was being born. Of course. <laughs> and so then when he came home, he's like, we're getting our passports. We're going. And we're going. Yes, we are. He got the bug. <laughs> yes. So um, so then we went, was it the following Christmas? The next, the next yeah, summer. Summer. It was summer, yes. And so we took all the kids that were still at home, and um, we went, started helping build an orphanage, and our kids were excited and ready to go back. And uh, I was kind of, mm, uh, at first... Yeah. Um, and then when we left, I was crying on the plane because it was just, I don't know, it's totally different. And, it's very different. You know, when you have at home and then you go and see the children that don't, it's... And the smiles on their face. Yes. The smiles on their face just because they have guests, they have visitors. They have visitors and they appreciate everything. Everything. Yes. I mean, everything. Mm -hmm. Everything is just... The attitude is so different. You know, we think in poverty levels, like just from our perspective of poverty and we see it around us and we're like, ah, oh, well, you know, like our, our, our poor are extremely wealthy compared to the, you know, the other nation's poor, right? Exactly. And, and that doesn't downplay, you know, depravity right. here, but it, it just puts it in perspective when you, when you travel outside of our country, you put yes. it in perspective. Mm -hmm. And so how did that impact your, ch your children that went with you? Oh, it, it, it did a number on them. Um, they were, when they got home, they were, yes, like, you know, we really don't need this. We really don't need that. Perspective. Yes, perspective. And they were like, well, the kids that we saw didn't have that. And, you know, so yeah. when it came to buying things or thinking that they needed something, it wasn't a big need. So. So perspective. Yeah. That's what we found. Yeah. Our, our girls that we've taken, we've taken all four of our girls to Africa multiple times. We've lived in Africa. And that was huge as the perspective. Like, yes. no, no, we, we don't really need it. Because mm -hmm. we can buy it doesn't mean we need it, though. Right? Right. And so that was your first trip. How many trips have you all taken now? So we went to Belize, Honduras. Mm. Um, that's it, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did some stuff in Texas. There's a um, sex trafficking um, group that we um, built some uh, built some homes and this stuff in there. But overseas, Honduras and Belize are the two. Those are the two we, places mm -hmm. that you're selling yeah, actively. That, that me, yeah, yeah. I went I went to Africa and did um, a uh, an orphanage over there. But uh, she stayed back with it. Isn't it wild when once you start sewing, it's hard to leave that place. Yes. Because once you're there, your your relationships are formed. Yeah. Your heart's and there. And your heart's there, everything. And so I've had people say, well, why, why do you always go to South Africa? Well, I've been going there for 20 years. Wow. Those are my friends. Yeah. My friends there. And they, yeah. they're always asking, when am I coming back? Right. And when we're together, it's just, it's awesome. Yes. You know, so it's hard to say that I'm just going to leave now and never right. come back. It's like part of family, yeah. you know? Yeah. And I think that's what's really beautiful about it. And we've seen where they've started and now... They're doing very well. And it's just been like that because of the influence 
and the support mm-hmm. and the help and it's and but they're also improving themselves as well like yeah. it's it's very very powerful yeah and i think there's a, there's a spiritual component to it because it says when you do when you do this to the least of these you're doing it for me and so yes. when you're doing that there's a special i mean you can have a bond with anybody i can yes. go to meet somebody here in corpus and have coffee and have somewhat of a bond yes um but when you're doing something for the least of you're literally doing it for him and yes. i just think there's a bond there that just you just um yeah, just can't compare it to anything else. You can't. You're, you're tangibly showing. I think this is what's so important, you know, is that um, to show our heart and what we do. You know, some people, like business owners, for the most part, are so guarded. We're so guarded, right? People are coming at us from all angles. You don't know what, you know, if they're friend or foe. You know, like, which which angle are you coming from? And and we deal with such challenges, such hard situations. We've got to be firm. we got to be – I mean, there's just a lot going on, especially in construction, right? And so um, – but there's that tender side right. that we have, like for people, right. just tender for people. Yes. And it's like, but then you want to get, you don't want to get run over. So you got to right. be like, you're like, ah, you know, so it's just like, so I, I love when we get to experience like what you guys are describing, these moments where we can just connect with people from, right. from our humanity level. Yes. But like you said, it's spiritual because the Bible does say that when we care for people's needs and when we show them love and we show them kindness, they are actually experiencing love and kindness from the Father directly, God the Father directly. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like they're like we're work, they're working through us as a vessel. Yep. Super powerful. Yep. I mean, and that, like you said, sticks with us. Right. It's it's better to give than it is to receive. Yes. And there's part of that repayment is that how we feel about it, right? right. That's right. So what does that look like over over the years mm-hmm. of your company being involved now for um, collectively your company's been on for multiple years now? So right. what has that done for your culture? And how has that shaped your culture? Yep. So from as Lisa spoke about from the family standpoint, from the um, employee standpoint, and building a team, it's powerful because when when they go and they see that they're seeing something much outside, it's way outside their self. It's not like you're you know in the office doing a drawing or meeting with this client. You're seeing something. You connect on a much different level. Right. Um. You know, when once you have you know fifty some employees, you don't get to you don't have those relationships the same as you did whenever there's only three or yes, four of you. That's right. And so you're seeing them outside of the work environment. <clears throat> and the biggest thing that I think happens when you're doing that, A, they're building a team, it's building synergy, all those things. But the thing is when they come back, they understand the Vision 2030 on a whole nother level. They've actually seen it and lived yes. it and breathed it. And then when you have to have the difficult conversations, which you can't grow, you don't grow in the good times, you go in the difficult times. Right. So when there's you're having those difficult conversations and having it, whether it's, Work performance, we all go through our issues, whether it's work performance or just as a company, you know, last year was a rough year with interest rates and everything. Yes. We had to have some difficult conversations. Yes. Those conversations are much easier to have whenever you a, you have a clean heart, but then they know your heart and yeah. you, you you develop or you connect on a much different level and you can't put a price tag on that because that connection is, um, it's just, it's important. Yeah, because it impacts generations. Mm-hmm. Our relationships, if we, if we really think about it, you know, from the, the family unit, it's generational. We already know it's generational, right? Mm-hmm. Well, how, well, what do you mean? Well, immediately I think about my grandparents right. and my great-grandparents mm-hmm. and then my parents, right? We just go down the line and I yeah. think then I think about my wife and I and I think about our children and I think about our grandchildren. So mm-hmm. we're generational right there. And it's always about, well, you know, grandpa was a great guy and here's why. Or grandma, you know, we all thought she was kind of just, you know, really firm and mean. And right. I mean, it, right, because all these interactions impact us personally and then they impact how we parent and or relate to our family. Mm-hmm. Right. It's no different in the workplace. Yep. It's no different in the workplace. I had an excellent, awesome mentor who discipled me 
and he he apprenticed me and he discipled me at the same time and that's why i'm here today right. in the place that i'm at today and that was just a a friend from church that um i needed to work i needed work we were poor we were broke as a joke i haven't used that term but i like that we were broke as a joke and i was like um and i really want to work with my hands and i was like bob will you hire me please just will you hire me i just i need to i want to get out of the insurance world i'm not making any money there it takes too long to make your yeah, you sell, you sell a policy. It takes 12 months to earn the money from the policy, the commission. I'm like, no, I can't do it. And he's like, yeah, I'll teach you. And from there, he he really, he just poured into me spiritually and and the trade. Right. And that's what got me to this point, right? And I had my business understanding and everything else, but I needed someone just to really, and he was hard on me. He was really hard on me, but he, but I knew it was to make me better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think that's what's great to the point you're, you're, you're saying is that, you can have those talks mm-hmm. because you've formulated that. Now you've got that environment, right? Right. Yeah. Cause you yeah. took the time, you created right. that environment for you to have those talks yeah. that will impact them for themselves, but also future generations. Yeah. Right. Good That's and right. positive, good and negative. That's right. Yeah. 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 It's a, um, it's been powerful. It's seen from the beginning, you know, 10 or 12 years ago, really starting with the, a dream, not having any idea how it was going to, it could happen, finding some of these nonprofits to sow into, taking my family first and then getting my business along and just seeing all the relationships that form. I mean, there's some people that haven't worked with me in five or six, seven years and they still connect with me. You know, how's it going in Belize or, you know, yes. I'm so excited to see what you're doing in Honduras or just whatever thing. So you're building long-term relationships that are literally outside the transactional, you know, employee employer relationship, which is, yes, I mean, it's, it can be empty at the end of the day. It can be. Yeah, it can be. I'm just thinking about what you're working on now. Uh, can you sh- share a little bit of what you guys yeah. are working on now? Yeah, right now our current um, project, we're um, me and um, a buddy of mine that I met at those seminars years ago. Um, networking, we, the power of networking. Yes, exactly. It's right. so That's important. Right. A big um, piece of property came up for sale in Matagorda County in our home office, Bay City. That's Matagorda County. It's 800 mm-hmm. acres literally on the water, one of the last big tracts of land on the water in the whole Texas coast. Um, we're able to buy that. Um, using the skills that we learn through business and the seminars yes. and different things yes. that together, but it's in Matagorda. We're building a, um, it's a, it's called Beachside, but we're built, we're selling lots to people coming from all over Texas, buying lots. And yes. so our, our goal was to all those people that were, that are coming alongside. I mean, there's 30 or so tour guides that come down and help us sell land. We got a huge team that comes, but then we're also selling lots to some pretty affluent people of course. all over Texas. And so our goal is, man, let's take that and let's build some synergy. So we're building um, Beachside in Matagorda County, but now we're doing a Matagorda Village in Honduras at a fishing community on the water. I so there's it. a whole lot of similarities. So I when these that. affluent people are buying a, you know, a six figure lot um, in our hometown, actually 10% of the proceeds literally goes to help someone that's really in need in Honduras at Matagorda Village. So I love it. Um, it's, a, it's exciting. We've got people all over the country um, rallying with us and getting back to the whole matching principle. If our yes. tour guides want to give something, we match it or different things. So I think um, that's awesome. it builds tons of synergy. And, and it's just good for the community because, the, you know, the local community, whether it's here in Texas or anywhere in the United States, if you're not careful, you know, they just see that you're giving something in a foreign country. Like, why are you doing this? What's, you right. know, why don't you give right here locally? Whatever. Yes. And you can't tell them, hey, I just have a heart for the third world countries, not you, of not course. the local. Of course. But when you get them involved, they see it. They catch the bug. Maybe not to the same extent. That's right. But if nothing else, they understand your heart and know That's why you're it. doing it. And we're helping the community. We don't just give the Honduras and we're doing stuff right there locally in our community. We I gave think that's 100 huge. grand, 50 of it to a pregnancy center. They needed a, it's such a cool story. They have a, um, the pregnancy center in our hometown. They wanted to get an ultrasound machine because what happens is if they go to one of the other um, planned pregnancy, they essentially can talk them into getting an abortion. That's correct. Their thing is if I say there's a, a, um, 
a proven number if a mother that's pregnant sees the ultrasound. They can see the heartbeat. They, they, they can see the, the image of that little baby. The, the percent, that's right. the, the percent Bang, that's of, my baby now. Yes, the that's your the baby. The percent of them having an abortion goes down, way, down. way, way down. Yeah. So they wanted to buy the machine. Well, that's a perfect, um, I, mean, I didn't really have a heart for that before, but I found out about it. I'm like, heck, heck uh, yeah, we're going to We're going to sew there. Yeah. So yeah, we wrote a check for $50,000 so they could buy the ultrasound machine. They are able to buy Lives our are nurse being full saved. time. Lives are being saved right there. And that's when I say we wrote a check. Yes, I got to sign the check, but most of that but was that's for, the team. Oh, it was the whole team. It was everybody participating. Everyone yeah. is part of it. Lisa be at home supporting me, our employees, our team at Beachside. Everyone is playing a huge part in that. And um, yeah, they're all getting to reap the benefits as well. My goodness, man. So good stuff. Do you see a man who excels in his work? Mm-hmm. He will stand before no unknown men. He will stand before kings and princes. And and um, I'm just a, a scripture verse that Megan shared with me years ago. And it, it's just so, it's what I'm seeing with you guys. It's just so powerful. And it's beautiful too. You know, there's such vision and purpose behind what we do if we really dream with God. Right. And we see that it's bigger than just caring for our, our own needs. Mm. You know, God says he'll, he'll care for our needs. Right. He'll care for our needs, but he asks us to care for others' needs. Isn't that wild? Yeah. I'm just thinking about yeah. that right now. He, he wants us to care. He says, I'll care for you better than the birds of the <laughs> air and the lilies of the field. Yeah. I'll care for you. But then he invites us to care for others. Mm. Like, isn't that wild? And if we care for others, he rewards us for caring for others when we do it in his name. And so you guys are reaping the fruit mm. of doing that. And I think that is just so awesome. And it doesn't stop. Right. You guys are still young. Yeah. It li- I mean, it's just. There's always the, always the next project, the next. Even yeah. this Honduras thing, we, we kind of talked about it. And I told, I've been telling Lisa, baby, what do you really want? Because there's nothing that's more powerful in my opinion, that makes a man work more than whenever his wife is supporting him, but it's something that she believes in. Yes. So I kept, yes. and, you know, if we had to um, compare, I'm, I'm a little more open in my communication this year. She's a little bit harder to um, things to come out. So oh, we'll have these talks. And, we'll have these talks. But the brain's and, going. Yeah, yeah it's brain's we'll going. Yeah. And I said, baby, what do you want? You don't understand. If you'll just tell me what you want, I will move, Whatever the, he- it takes I'll move to the heavens it. and the earth to get figured out. Mm-hmm. And so maybe share with them what the, what the Honduras and the, with your mom and the um, one in the clinical area. Cause that's kind of what it developed that dream in me and made me go so explain to that conversation we had. I love that. Okay. <laughs> is, I see so much synergy between Megan and I and you guys. I, just, I love it. Um, so going to Belize and then going to Honduras for the first time. And then um, did, you went to Honduras before me? I went first, yeah. Yes. And he comes back and he tells me, he, you took the girls. Mm-hmm. He took the uh, two youngest girls and they went and they came back. And then they were telling me all about, you know, and he's like, I want to go back and we're going to build this and that. So I'm thinking, well, and then, well, kids should have an education of some kind. Yes, they need to, yeah. And, um, of course, and also um, kids should be taken care of, you know, when they need uh, medicine, they're sick. Yes, yes. Their moms, I think they should be also taken care of. So, Mm -hmm. like, well, we could build a school or um, a medical clinic. Yes. My mom always had a dream of being a nurse, so... I it's like that. take care of people. So yes, um, and I've always wanted. I going back to thinking when I was younger, I was like, if I ever have a lot of money, I'm going to help kids. Amen. You know, I so love that. It's always been in me that. to help. Yeah, children for some reason, but um, now that I'm really able to do it, it's it's nice. I mean, it's, it feels great. Yeah, the rewards are 
endless. It's so, so great. Yeah, I'm really excited about this village and to be a part of it and go and be hands-on and all of it, so. Yeah, it's part so of it. We're just gonna build houses, and then when she told me that, I was like, oh, game one, yeah, now we're gonna do a village. It. We're not just gonna this do a house. Why, this is why I, I think it's so, so, so important that, that husbands and wives really need to dream together. Dream together, mm -hmm. because your wife is gonna add something to what, to what you're thinking and seeing, right. and you're like, yeah, yeah, oh, that's important to you. That's important to me. Mm -hmm. It's so beautiful, yeah. it really is. Mm -hmm. and, and if it's God's will, it's God's bill. That's right. <laughs> if God wants it to happen, he'll fund right. it. He'll fund it. Right. And he'll just keep working through us. Um, as we wrap up, um, how can people get involved? How can people learn more about what you're doing? And uh, obviously doing business with you. I've done business with you guys for a long time. I think you guys mm -hmm. are doing um, great. And But how can people connect with you maybe there, but mm -hmm. then also with the, the mission work that you guys mm -hmm. are doing? Yeah, we have a, we have a page, um, ourvision2030.com. Okay. Um, and that's the best. That um, kind of tells what we're going, what we're doing in Honduras right now. Mm -hmm. And then we have tons of um, links on our lindgroup.com uh, website. So at okay. Lind Group, you know, engineering is our main bread and butter. We yes. do do some development, have a steel building company, have some other, um, but it's all on that. But lindgroup.com is the 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 big page. And then our vision 2030 is where our Honduras um, thing is. So anybody okay. that wants to do anything with that, um, we're taking we're taking trips a couple of times a year, and would love to. Um, Love to share that experience with other people. Yes. And it's just something that, again, if you're, depending on where you're at, if you're a small business, you only have two or three employees, or maybe it's just a mom and pop, I mean, just just go and um, catch the bug, so to speak. And yes. worst case is you're sowing is something, you're going to reap it. Yes. Um, but best case is you take that, and then before you know it, you're doing your own Honduras and Africa or South Africa, um, Mexico, or Mexico, <laughs> yes. or the Caribbean, wherever. You're not limited. That's right. You're and not so, limited. That's right. Um, you don't have to, it doesn't have to be your own vision in the beginning buy into someone else's and a you get blessed by that because it's not yours you're actually doing something for someone else that's and there's right. another level of blessing serving, i feel serving that you get there. In there. That's, that's right, right. That's this right. is awesome I, could, I think we could talk and talk and talk and talk on this uh i'd love to have you come back at some point as well and maybe teach on uh we can do some teaching together sure. uh that our, our audience would love to hear and and yeah. to help them grow in their own business and practical advice as well uh so sure. if you're open to that i'd, I'd appreciate that Good that stuff. was fun. That was awesome. I love that. So, yeah. hey, guys, thanks so much for uh, tuning in. If you liked what you heard, if you would like, subscribe and ring the bell. Uh, the coolest thing is if you would comment below as well. If you got a comment for Lisa and Stuart, please just write it in there. Uh, we'll do our best to respond back. Um, we're going to include the socials as well uh, and the links for their, their website so you can see what they're doing. Catch the vision, as uh, Stuart says, catch the bug, uh, that, that good, good bug. Um, and, uh, and dream with God. Dream with God. This is what you guys can do. Remember, he was broke as a joke and he is not anymore. Uh, so we thank you for that, uh, that sharing your story with us. Um, guys, we'll see you next time. Thank you so much and God bless you.